Massachusetts is famously known for the witch trials that occurred in 1692, during which many people were accused of practicing witchcraft and several were executed. The town's historical significance in this regard draws visitors interested in the history of witchcraft and the macabre year-round. But October, October is when Salem really comes alive. Welcome to episode 168 of This Shit Works, a podcast dedicated to all things networking, relationship building, and business development. I'm your host, Julie Brown, speaker, author, and networking coach. And today, on my annual Halloween episode, I'm going to share my Salem graveyard story with you. Salem has a reputation for being a haunted town with numerous allegedly haunted locations. People visit to take part in ghost tours, exploring haunted houses, and hearing eerie stories. And I'm no different. I love a good ghost story. But up until this point, I'd never been part of one. It was October 2001. My roommate Hallie and I had decided to drive from Boston to Salem to wander around during the Halloween festivities and happenings one night. We were excited to see the town all decorated for Halloween and visit the historical spots, including one of the graveyards where some of the accused and killed during the Salem witch trials were buried. The graveyard was a little bit of a walk from the activity and bustle of the main square. We ventured down the dimly lit street, the air cold and crisp in the October darkness. The houses on the right side stood shrouded in shadows, their steps adorned with grinning jack-o'-lanterns. On the opposite side, the ancient cemetery lay in silence, its weathered tombstones rising like crooked teeth in the moonlight. The only sound was the rustling of fallen leaves, until... A huge beast of a dog started running towards us, barking and baring its teeth. Hallie and I froze with fear as the dog came barreling towards us, stopping mere inches from us. And only when the chain that its collar was tied to had reached its full length and pulled the dog backwards. Hallie and I stood holding on to each other, breathing hard and then realizing we weren't about to become that dog's dinner and started laughing. We crossed the small street and headed into the graveyard. I'm not sure how or why, considering the time of year, but we were the only ones there. As we walked around the graveyard, Hallie took out a camera. It was a Nikon SLR, which she had borrowed from her sister, which back in 2001 still took film. Digital SLRs wouldn't be widely affordable for a while. I didn't know that Hallie had brought the camera, and when I saw it, I asked her not to use it. Why, she said. Because, I said, if you use that camera, when you develop the film, there are going to be things on those pictures that we're not going to be able to explain, and I don't want any part of it. She joked that I was crazy. Come on, she said. We came all the way here. Let's take some pictures. So against my better judgment, I stood next to a couple of the gravestones while she snapped picture after picture. She then handed the camera to me, and I took some pictures of her. We left the graveyard mindful of the dog and stayed on the cemetery side of the street. We ended up walking through town for a little while longer and then headed home. A few days later, I came home after work to find Hallie sitting at the table in the kitchen. 
I walked in and had my back to her while I rifled through my bag that I had tossed on the counter. I got the pictures back from the cemetery, she said. I turned around slowly and her face said everything. She opened up the envelope containing the pictures and laid them out on the table. Every single picture we had taken in the cemetery was covered in orbs. And not just orbs, but streaks of light in all colors that shot in from all sides and curved up and around our bodies. And some of them, the light streaks covered the entire picture and you couldn't see what was behind them. There was no light source that could have done this. No explanation for the orbs that surrounded us. I know there are things we cannot see with our own eyes, but can be captured in other ways, and this is exactly what happened on that night. I've never forgotten that night, obviously. Never forgotten the images showing the spirits and the residual energy that is contained in that graveyard. I've had other experiences, and maybe in future Halloween episodes I'll get into them, but every Halloween I always think of that night. What about you? Do you have your own ghost story? If you do, I'd love to hear it. Okay. On to the drink of the week, which is the Hocus Pocus Witch's Brew, which, of course, we have to have a witch's cocktail if we're talking about Salem. This recipe comes from Best Day of the Week. Here's what you're going to need. Two ounces of Empress 1908 gin. And now normally I would say, oh, use whatever gin you want, but I'm not going to say that this time because Empress gin is purple. And it's important that you have the purple gin in order to get the spooky blue and purple layering of this cocktail, okay? So two ounces of Empress 1908 gin, one ounce of blue curacao, one ounce of lemon juice, soda water, and crushed ice. Now, this is a layered drink. So to get the layers of color, you're going to need to fill a highball glass with crushed ice and then do it in this order. Next, add the blue curacao. Then, when that is settled, follow that by the lemon juice. Then add the gin and then the top with soda. Now, you got to pour these ingredients gently in order to do that, to get this layering. And I like to, from in my back from my bartending days, in order to do that, I would pour over the back of a spoon. Um, that helps you pour more gently and get that layering effect, okay? It's really cool. It looks really cool when you do it because it's like, it's like blue and yellow and purple, and then it's all spooky. All right, friends. <laughs> That's all for this week. If you like what you heard today, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please remember to share the podcast to help it reach a larger audience. If you want more Julie Brown, you can find my book, This Shit Works, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. You can find me on LinkedIn at Julie Brown BD. Just let me know where you found me when you reach out. I am Julie Brown underscore BD on the Instagram, or you can just pop on over to my website, juliebrownbd.com. Until next time. Happy Halloween and cheers. Mm -hmm.